Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's time once again for Closing the Wealth Gap. The one show, maybe the only show that shows you how to close the wealth gap in your own life with the man who's done it for many, our wealth coach himself, Tyrone French. Hey, Tyrone. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Closing the Wealth Gap. I'm your host, Tyrone French. I want to thank you for tuning in today. And if you value this content, uh, please do me a favor. Go to closingthewealthgap.net. Hit that follow button. That lets, lets me know and let us know that we're doing a pretty good job and that you're, you're supporting us. Uh, also, I want you to go to tyronefrench.com. Uh, check out our Generational Wealth Club. You'll find that there's a lot of free resources on there that's going to actually contribute to your financial literacy. Uh, you can contact me by actually downloading my mobile app. That's a 24-7 uh, mobile app. Just go to Tyrone French or text Tyrone French to 36260. Again, that's text Tyrone French to 36260. And without further ado, I'm going to bring in uh, my favorite producer, my good friend, Mr. Paul Roberts. How where, you doing, Paul? Where is that guy here today here? I quit. I quit today here. <laughs> what? Come on now. Quietly. Quietly. I just quietly, quietly quit. quitting. Is that where, where, where have I heard that term before? <laughs> the fact is something that we're going to be talking about today that's going yeah. on in corporate America that's that's a lot of people are talking about in the you know at home. And again, they don't even they're not even they're not even conscious consciously dealing or thinking about this narrative what they're saying though is that you know what i am not going to kill myself with this job and you know i'm not going to bust my butt uh because i'm not making enough money i can barely pay my bills and they're just adding more and more and more responsibility and companies are saying you know what i am not going to spend any more money on these employees uh it's a it's, it's affecting my bottom line and I'm going to give them even more responsibility. So the t- there's two terms that's, go- that's, that's, that's being floated out there right now. One is quiet quitting and quiet hiring. Mm-hmm. Hear it all the time, quietly being whispered about. Uh, can't get employees. How, let's start with that one. At the, it starts with the employer saying, I can't get anybody to work. And, you know, it, it's almost like the narrative, it's a false narrative because there's a lot of people out there that do want to work. Um, but the thing is, it, I put it put it to you like this: um, we 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 talked about inflation a while back. Right. Then we started talking about, or companies started talking about the supply chain, where there was a disruption in the supply chain. Right. What well, the bottom line was that that was just an excuse for a lot of companies just to raise their prices. But again, they're not hiring any more people, so they're they're raising their prices. They're saying we can't uh, find anybody to hire. So the people that we do have, they put more and more of a burden on them. And a lot of people, again, during that COVID episode, they were at home and they were reevaluating their lives as far as, you know, what's really important because mm-hmm. death was all around them. Yeah. Wow. And they were losing loved ones left and right. And all of a sudden you got a uh, what was a two family household uh, turned into a one family household mm-hmm. when you needed that two those two incomes to survive. Then what happened? Uh, the following year, you still have to pay or file an income tax form for that deceased spouse. Yeah. Which, which actually now you can only file 
single, which actually took away a lot of the tax deductions that you had. Never so thought about all that. now you don't even that. have that yeah. tax refund coming in. Yikes. So again, companies companies were saying, okay, well, we're not going to hire. Well, we're going to say that we can't find people to hire, which again, to me, was just a false narrative. But they put so much burden on the employees that they already had. Uh, if a lot of them just didn't quit or resign, uh, in their minds, they just did what was called quiet quitting. Mm-hmm. And they said, I'm only going to do, I'm not going to kill myself for this company. I'm only going to come in. I'm going to do enough work so that they don't fire me. And the company's philosophy was that, well, we're going to pay them enough money so that they don't quit. Doesn't sound like a recipe for excellence or success. Just enough. That's good enough. That's all I'm going to give you. We're, but we're, think about it, though. We're, we're in that stage in this in this country where there's a shift happening and basically we're shifting towards uh companies hiring contractors yeah independent right. independent contractors right so the thing is it's like okay now just like um google decided that they're going to lay off thousands of people mm-hmm. uh, i was reading today where uh dow dow inc with mm-hmm. dow jones industrial average they're going to start laying people off. IBM is going to start laying people off. SAP is going to start laying people. So again, they're already planning for this recession and, and, and laying people off. But on the back end, what they're doing is quietly hiring independent contractors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what does that mean? Why why is that why is that relevant uh, relevant to your financial situation and, and your uh, your outlook based on hiring? I'll well, give- the bottom line is this. Uh, if you're an independent contractor, the company doesn't have to pay for your health care. Exactly. I was just going to say the same thing. My fa- late father went through the upheaval of the late 70s uh, into the 80s of the car business, one of two or three upheavals it had in my lifetime. That's when Chrysler went out of business for the first time, and Leah Coca came in. My dad was working for Chrysler. And they started offering, they fired a bunch of people, and then they started offering people incentives not to come back, particularly executives like my dad. Right. And so my dad was still pretty young. He was in his mid-50s, I think, uh, maybe 60, and uh, did, had worked for one company for his whole life. I think he was 60. He worked there since he was a kid on the assembly line, worked his way up. And so he took the deal. He didn't know what to do with himself. Right. And so he suddenly found the company and some of the other car companies hungry for talent. They let go all the gray hair in the room. Nobody knew what they were doing anymore. And so they brought him back. And he ended up paying, this is crazy, he ended up making more money working half a year than he did a full year. The downside was, because he was in demand and so he could raise his price, he'd never been a freelancer, he'd never done this stuff. And he did that for about another 10 years made more money out of what he thought was a disastrous pullback, but what he didn't get was health care or yes. any benefits whatsoever. That's right. That's right. So uh, not only not only just health care, but even uh, retirement, yeah, uh, 401Ks. He got, he got nothing. So they paid him more, but the return was it was all just uh, contract work whenever it came, and there was nothing else attached to it but the money. There was no – all the perks he'd gotten used to – a free car, uh, health care, um, uh, retirement, all that stuff went away. You know, but the beautiful part about this is that we have what's called a SECURE Act. And now mm-hmm. we have the SECURE Act 2.0. Well, all that means is that what they're doing is they're enhancing uh, retirement benefits now. 
you had the ACA Act, which uh, they call Obamacare. Uh, in the tax code now, they've already changed. And this is we're talking about years ago before this even happened because this nothing happens by accident, Paul. All of this is designed. That is the key of this show. There, uh, we all just think this is just random. What caused this? Why? Where? And Tyrone's like, no, it's, it. it's all planned. So again, just even <laughs> if you, as an independent contractor, again, which is where we're going uh, as an economy, yes. we have more and more independent contractors. But the thing is, your health care as an independent contractor is 100% tax deductible. Yeah. So again, like you said, you're gen- you're getting more income as an independent contractor from your ex-employer. Now you have the resources to purchase your own health care, your mm-hmm. own dental, your own vision, and just like your own like retirement plans. You know, um, just based on the SECURE Act, it used to be a time when you could actually um, decide whether or not you were going to participate in 401k on your job. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it's going to be mandatory. Hmm. Meaning that you have to opt out of it. Hmm. You have to opt out. Now, again, what is the cause and effect relationship of that? Because uh, it just goes back to Wall Street and, and looking looking at pension funds. When you look at Wall Street and the amount of money that's, that's being generated from these pension plans that's that's being reinvested, it's it's a huge amount. Oh, CalPERS, the the California, whatever they call, whatever that stands for, the the teachers and all that stuff that fund here in California, one of the largest pension funds I think in the world. So, you you touch on a couple of interesting points. We've seen this trend for a while. We haven't kind of quietly noticed what's quietly happening, which is corporate America is shedding as many full time employees as they can get, and they're going to make you all be your own independent contractor the uberization of america we're all doing side gigs we're all working for ourselves we're all our own boss so we got a lot of freedom that feels good but a lot of insecurity that comes with it and the more so than ever the knowledge that you have that you keep trying to pass along in this show here that you do pass along in the show which is you got to take control of your own finances there isn't some big corporation that's going to take care of you some big government's going to take care of you quit thinking that somebody's going to take care of this for you everybody is prepared is preparing for the recession uh except for that 90 percent, 95 percentile that's hoping that everything is going to work out exactly and again they don't see the downsizing or a lot of people are stuck in the 20th century when yes. it comes to uh even job pre- preparation they're still thinking hey you know if i if i go back to school or go to school, get a get an education, get a degree, and then get a good paying job with benefits, I'll be okay. It's my dad's generation, the World War II generation. He was horrified that I didn't buy into that. That is a bygone era. And at that, the end, he was disappointed in it because inflation came along in the 80s, and suddenly everything jumped up like we've seen recently here. And suddenly that fixed pension didn't look so appealing anymore here. Suddenly that fixed retirement that he had planned and worked hard for 40 years uh, really wasn't enough. And, and that's why a lot of people, you know, that had that fixed income, that, like you said, that fixed retirement, ended up going back to work. Yeah, my, my dad. So my dad worked in t- until his 70s. Uh, he, the only good news is he ended up, because he was in demand, he had 40 years of corporate experience in the business and they shut all these people. He found that he was a valuable commodity after feeling pretty much tossed away he he didn't right. leave happily he would have happily right. stayed until the end 
but uh, they were shedding jobs, shedding people, giving him incentives. It was clear the handwriting was on the wall. He'd been downsized a couple times already right. uh, from bigger jobs to lesser jobs. And so he took it and felt really bitterly kind of betrayed by the system. He had sacrificed his life for the man, right? He worked for the company. He was a company man. We moved all over the country every couple of years. Whatever they wanted, he did. On call 24-7, he gave his life to the company and didn't expect in return, he thought they would take care of him, and they didn't. They, right. they jettisoned him. Right. But here's the silver lining. Now a lot of seniors are going to be in a position or people that were planning, just starting to plan for retirement, like like age 50, Right. you know, uh, 55. And I, I, know, I know that sounds late, but that's just the numbers. People start getting serious about retirement around that, yeah. that 50-year mark. Right. But now you're going to be in a position to do the thing that you've always wanted to do. That's true, too. And, that, and that's that's the silver lining. That That's the hope. And as an independent contractor, again, you have all of that experience, all of that knowledge that you can share. Now it's time for you to write that book or to write that textbook mm-hmm. or to write that pamphlet. That Again, just sharing your own life experience. That, and when you do that, it's going to be like a like a sponge. Like when I wrote my book, Closing the Wealth Gap, mm-hmm. the hardest part was deciding to write the to write the book. Yes. But once I sat down and started writing the book, started it was like a sponge. Up. Yeah. And just like a sponge, when you whatever whatever in that sponge, when you squeeze it, it's going to come out. Yeah. If it's water, water's going to come out. If it's orange juice, orange juice is going to come out. So all of that experience, all of that knowledge, all of that understanding of these processes. You put that down, uh, whether it's a, in a book form or even a PowerPoint, and give a presentation to a lot of companies. And again, they will bring you in as a consultant, right. as a highly paid consultant, or as a speaker. You can just go around from companies to companies um, a, as a speaker. So again, yeah, that the the slang is is we're living in a gigged economy, right? But the but the technical term is that based, just based on the IRS uh, the IRS term, you're an independent contractor. Right. Now that means you got to handle your own taxes. That means you can write off some things, but you got to become savvy about taxes. That means you got to become savvy about investments. You don't have an automatic investment platform or somebody that's setting money aside for you, whether it's the government or the corporation. That's going to become less, and that that might be a supplement, but that's not what you're going to live on. But but it's almost like savings, Paul. If you don't have a savings account, it's really hard to start saving because you don't see how you can do it. Right. Once you take, you decide, okay, I'm going to save one percent or five percent or ten percent of my income, and you do that, and you create the habit, you find that your lifestyle hasn't really changed that much. Right. So with you taking taking on more responsibility as far as getting your taxes done, well, hey, look, there's a lot of programs that you can purchase um, that'll 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 do that for you. You can literally uh, again hire a CPA that can do that for you. Uh, if you're not if you're not again for me, it's almost like 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 with the recession coming, a lot of that five percent they're waiting for this recession. They're waiting for the downturn in the market because it's a clearance sale. Yeah, but it's the it's same thing as far as now where people become independent contractors. As a as a licensed insurance agent, um, I can offer now products and services to people that were interested in this stuff in the past. 
I think now they see it, the need. It's, it's the tale of two now. cities that we hear over and over again. It's the haves and the have-nots. It's the closing the wealth gap, those with and those without. The middle seems to be disappearing. It, it's an it's an A-B choice in which you have a choice. Do you want to be in this group or that group? Do you want to be in the group whining about it, waiting for the world to come back to the way it was, somebody to take care of everything? Uh, or do you want to embrace the new order and find freedom and find financial security a different way the old the what the old way of doing business that old business model is not coming back not coming back it's not coming back and again you can be you can either just you know let yourself out to pasture and and start telling stories about you know the past days past and how great you were and yada 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 and you know if you become um if you get to the point where you become stagnant um just like a ship in a harbor that ship has to set it has to go out it has to set sail it has to go onto the seas in order to to remain productive right but if it just sits there in that harbor it's going to start rusting and decaying and leaking and it's the same thing with us based on Sinking. our health and based mentally yeah not spiritually uh emotionally mentally and physically if we can become sedentary um you're going to waste away and I, I'm telling you, Paul, I deal with a lot of seniors and I could I see that mindset. You know, yeah. they're just you know, they're they got the uh the TV, the huge screen TV, and they got the remote and they just sit there all day and they sit and they watch their favorite channel and blah blah blah. At the end of the day they go to bed and they wake up the next morning and it's like, okay, well, what program am I going to watch today? Yeah. Am I still here? Okay. Turn on the television. I, so many things seem to be moving in that direction. And yet so much of America, so much of the world perhaps, wants things to go back to the way it was. I'll give you a different example. So I have many working class relatives back in the Midwest where my dad came from. He came from very working class roots. He rose up to the corporate ladder, okay. but most of them didn't. Most of them just working for a job for 40 years, whatever the job was. And those are the people that were angriest at the last couple elections. They feel like they've been screwed, whether it's listening to Bernie that it was the big banks or listening to Trump that it was uh, the, the China and Mexico and everybody else, Canada stole your job. They feel somebody stole something from them. They did. They got the rug pulled out from them. Factories closing in the Midwest all over the place here. Towns uh, withering up and dying away because the only source of income went with it. Uh, a whole changing world, uh, globalization, right. and all these things that they hate. And that's why they angrily, whether it's left or right, there really was a kind of the same message. Somebody took something from me. Somebody's to blame. Give it back to me. And give me my job. Give me my old way of living. Give me my old security. And whatever the boogeyman is, whether it's on the left or the right, there is a feeling that you've been robbed. And therefore, that's an ang- and that you're under assault. And so I'd say to my relatives back there, okay, like when the tax, Trump passed a tax cut. And they said, see, all that's going to do is give companies money, and they'll reinvest and reopen factories. I said, they're not going to reopen factories back in your town. <laughs> they'll take that money and open them in China or Vietnam where the labor is cheaper. And if they do open it in your town, there's no jobs for you because it's going to be robots. They're going to take there's that a, money and, and use it, turn technology. And that's what happened. A great, there's a great uh, term in Moneyball when they, had to, they started using analytics. Yeah, right. and the old coaches that you know, the, the old recruiters that were just stuck in the past, 
they were complaining about it and and you know the character Brad Pitt he said you know adapt or die adapt or die and adapt I see so much again, of the middle part of the country that is so angry that that are so upset they feel the election's been stolen they feel their life's been stolen they feel their jobs have been stolen everybody feels something uh, really deeply a loss but they've been there. told that Paul they've been told that over and over and over again and they be, and they believe that stuff and it doesn't like you said it doesn't matter whether it's coming from the left or the right these are smoke screens yeah and the politicians are going to continue to do exactly what they're doing and they're going to be holding to the people that that are that they're beholden to just based on finance and so we saw the the Trump presidency come and all these tax things did manufacturing revive in the midwest no no uh, in fact, there were studies showing that the, uh, the majority of the money that the corporations saved by lower taxes went to one of three things. One, uh, moving the jobs more. Oh, great, now we got money to really move out of the town in some places cheaper. Or to mechanize, to robotize, to, to use technology and to replace workers with robots. That costs money. Thank you for doing that money. Or, even worse, they use the money just to buy up competitors and buy back their stock. Absolutely. Absolutely. That that was the number one. It was yeah. a stock buyback. Absolutely. So how did that help the workers who, who were told over and over again, if I give the rich people tax cuts, it will trickle down to me? It never did. And I don't know why that – there have been studies I, – I, I'm not making this up. Go look it up, folks. But everybody just quietly let that subject go away. People got what they wanted at the top, and the people at the bottom who were promised that this would benefit them, particularly factor workers in the Midwest – it did not happen. It did but not doesn't, happen. I mean, isn't that the narrative, Paul? Doesn't it always happen that way? And, and isn't that the deficit, the definition of insanity? Yeah, right. Doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting a different But result? why they're still supporting these things, and why they didn't come back angrily and say, hey, you lied to me. You said this would change, and nothing changed. The towns are still... The, they're still filled with fentanyl. They're still filled with desperation. They're still lacking jobs. They're still seeing people move out of those areas. And somehow they keep thinking, well, if I only hang, it's, it's somebody else's fault. And, and, and then ultimately what you'd say and what I'd say to them is maybe it's time for you to move. Maybe it's time for you to change. Maybe it's time to alter or to redefine what it is that you do. Robert Kiyosaki would say it's, cha- it's time to change your zip code. Yeah. And what he's saying is from the left side of the quadrant to the right side, meaning that in, in his in his book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is an excellent book, I highly recommend you go mm-hmm. out. If I mean, it's one of the best books that was ever written, best sold book as, as far as finance. Yeah. But he has this <laughs> quadrant. And on the left side of the quadrant is E and S. On the right side of the quadrant is B and I. What that means is that on the left side, you have employee and self-employed. Mm-hmm. On the right side of the quadrant, you have business owner and investor. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are still on the on the on the B on the E and S side. Right. And and when you hear when you hear their narrative, the, the their vocabulary, they let you know that they're on that side where they need somebody to take care of them. They want a job uh, with 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 excellent benefits that they can retire off of. A uh, a lot of independent contractors, again, are going to be talking about, well, I make so much money per hour. You know, I'm going to bill you so much money per hour, like an attorney or something. Right. Um, But as a business owner, again, the what you're doing is you're creating systems and you're creating a system and you're putting a system in place to whereas you don't necessarily have to be there in the beginning. Oh, yes. You're going to work hard. 
you know, you're going to work harder than you probably ever worked in, before in your life. But That's the thing right. is, you're working for yourself. And you're creating that something totally that continuous income. Mindset. Right. Not it the, feels so much better. And again, once you put that system in place and, and it's going, now you have an income producing asset. Right. That's, that's paying you every single month. That's and that then, seems to be. And, and from that, going back to the investment aspect of it, now you have more money to invest because now you're paying. You're, you're taking pre-tax dollars, and you're investing those pre, pre-tax dollars back into your own business, back into your own investments. Now you have two income-producing assets, and one. It's like a. I call it like an infinity stone. You know, the Infinity like a, Stone, like uh, the Avengers, the Infinity Stone, right? Yeah. But but the thing, it's like the the the, the symbol Infinity. The business is taking care of the investments, and the investments is taking care of the from the uh, taking care of the business, and you're just standing back watching all of it unfold. And it's absolutely legal and legit, legitimate to do based on the tax code. But if you don't have that information, if you don't have the understanding of how this works, what I'm what I'm the things that I'm saying right now. Uh, sounds like uh, Mandarin or Chinese. You yeah. don't understand it because right. it's a totally different language. So that's where the education part comes in. That's where the coaching comes in. And I'm, and I'm going to say this too, and, and I know you want to jump in here, but I got to say this. A lot of people are programmed to spend 30, 40, 50,000, 60,000, 100,000 dollars in student loans that you can't even write off in bankruptcy. Versus taking maybe a thousand dollars a year and getting some coaching that's going to allow you to generate an income producing asset to whereas now you have under the tax code, you can use your business to go back to school. You you have a you literally have an income stream that's gonna pay your tuition. And again, we're not talking about a whole lot of money, and even the money that you pay for this coaching. Or for this, uh, for these courses that you're going to take, it's tax deductible. It's it, tax deductible. Unbelievable! But you got to you got to know that you got tax deductions coming. You got to be able to use them. You got to be able to understand them. And too many of us, they just want tell, give me a check. How much is it left for me? A lot of people are just in that groove, Paul. It's like a record. Remember the the old vinyl record? Yeah, the old oh, I got millions of them. Yeah, and they're just there. You put the needle on there, and it's just stuck in that groove. It's stuck in that groove, and it's gonna play that same that same tune over and over again. Doesn't matter how many times you put that needle on that record, and that's where people they they create these narratives. That narrative turns into a habit. It the habit turns into a behavior, and that behavior is hard to break. It's well, hard that's why more than ever you need a coach, folks. Because uh, if you've been, if your golf swing is wrong, if your baseball swing is wrong, uh, if you just can't stop doing the same thing over and over again, you need somebody to point it out, somebody to show you how to do it different, somebody to encourage you, somebody to hold you accountable. All of those things. The same reason successful athletes use coaches. Uh, you need a coach. We need. We all need a coach. I need a coach. We all need Absolutely. a coach. Absolutely, a mentor. But here's here's the thing: a lot more people are taking antidepressants now uh, than oh, any man. other time. Or, or fentanyl. The, the, the worst. Just let, let me just drug myself. Right. Yes. Yes. And they're self medicating. Right. And the thing is, they 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 have so much anxiety because they know that they're they they want a better life. They just don't know how to do it, and they're stuck in this rut. And all it takes just to get out of that inertia, sometimes it just takes a push or a nod to put you on a different trajectory. That's what coaching can do for you folks. Yeah. 
help you that's lift the needle and put it onto the next record here. And put it onto the next record. And so that's that's why we're here. That's what this show is all about. Uh, Paul, I, it's a joy coming on here and just having this dialogue uh, that we're going back and forth. Because a lot of people, when they get this, they get the download. And I get the emails. I get the feedback. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I, I was just thinking about that. I was just saying this to so-and-so. And we're saying it. A lot of the stuff that we talk about, we're projecting, meaning that we'll say this is what's getting ready to happen. Yeah, right. And we'll give it to you maybe uh, a year before it happens or six months before it happens. But we, we're telling you this is going to happen. And sure enough, you check the media, you check the uh, the print, the articles, and this is what's happening. And it's almost like Noah uh, telling people a flood is coming. Yeah. Or Joseph telling people, hey, look, you know, uh, telling the Pharaoh, you know, there's going to be seven years of plenty, but there's also going to be seven years of drought. Right. And in those seven years of plenty, you need to store up to get through those seven years of drought. Well, there is no drought of information on this show. How do people reach you if they want to fill up more? Again, I I want you to go to closingandwealthgap.net and just hit that follow button. Just let us know. Uh, that you're following us. Let us know that you're supporting us. Um, you can go to tyronefrench.coach. Uh, like I said, there's a lot of free information right there. There's a world-class uh, financial plan on there for free that will let you know exactly where you are financially. You can also download my app. You have access to me 24-7. Just text Tyrone French at 36260. If you want to send me an email, just go to service at tyronefrench.com. Or if you just, you know, you like, you know, you just want to talk, you know, give me a call. It's, a, it's toll free. It's 877-296-5192. And I'm going to repeat that again. 877-296-5192. So we got you covered on whatever venue or whatever, uh, whatever, the phone, the email, the text message, you can contact me. And we can have a talk, a serious dialogue. So it comes back to a choice. It's do you choice. want to play the victim? Do you want to play the same song over and over again? Or do you want to move to another level and close the wealth gap in your own life? It's your exactly. choice. Your choice. It's a choice. That's our show for this week. Closing the wealth gap. The one show, the only show that shows you how to take control of your financial future. Right here in North County's only community radio station, OCTalkRadio.net.